0: one million organs
1: we've completed the merge welcome to knick news i'm anthony
0: and i'm alex and my story today is health news this is from abc news and the headline is U.S. records milestone one millionth organ transplant. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: one million organs. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I don't know if that was the right. Just sound some to use, organs into the sky. Just lots <laughs> some just like, How about some? <laughs> the world's grossest fireworks. That, I was thinking fireworks that explode into the shape of like a heart. And oh, stuff, that's better. But, but like, I don't know, spurting blood might yeah. be. Also fitting. I mean, I guess.
1: Also horrifying.
0: <laughs> Depends, you know what? Uh, yeah. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the United States recorded its one millionth organ transplant last week, Friday, actually afternoon, a historic milestone for the medical procedure that has saved thousands of lives. The record achievement was confirmed at twelve fifty p.m. Eastern by the United Network for Organ Sharing, or UNAS a nonprofit that runs the only organ procurement and transplantation network in the country. Hmm. Um, This article noted that they did did not know which type of organ was the (laughs) one millionth organ. That's unknown at this time. They just know that that milestone was it. Um, Yeah, and then a little bit of history about this procedure. The very first successful organ transplant occurred in 1954, at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, when doctors transplanted a kidney from a 23 year old into his identical twin brother, who was suffering from chronic kidney failure. The lead surgeon in that procedure, Dr. Joseph Murray, received the Nobel Prize in Medicine for his role in that procedure. Fun fact. Okay. Um, and then, up until the early 1980s, the number of the procedures was pretty low. Um, However, since then, success in transplanting organs other than kidneys, such as hearts, livers, and pancreases, and also the advent of anti-rejection medication has led to um, a rise in these procedures because, like, there's more that's possible, basically. And um, uh, this article said that in 2021, uh, more than 41,000 transplant procedures occurred, and that was the highest number ever recorded um, in one year and twice as many as what was occurring like 25 years prior, so.
1: Just organs flying.
0: <laughs> They're just, you go into a hospital nowadays you and just. You just see them just like
1: doctors yeah. tossing them from room to room. Like, here's a heart, here's a liver, yeah. go, go. We actually probably
0: don't have enough no. organs. No, but it it didn't mention that, that there's still like. A huge shortage. Yeah, it's still not to a point. Like there's more patients in need than there are organ mm-hmm. supply. Um, but the procedures when they do happen are. They have a high rate of success, so which is it's, really great. Yeah, it's so really gonna cool. If you're going to use something
1: that is not widely available, you want to be pretty sure it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So that's, yep, exactly. That's, that's really good news.
0: So this is a random aside. Not a, I shouldn't say a random, a fun aside that <laughs> had nothing to do with this article, but I just want to talk about. Um, have you seen any <laughs> of the episodes of The Unexplained with William Shatner? No. Have you Have you seen it on Netflix, like Advertised or anything? I don't think you don't so. know what I'm talking about. No. Okay. There's. You're like, what are you talking about? There's this show on Netflix. I don't know when it came out, like not that long ago. It's called, it's called The Unexplained, and it's like William Shatner like talking about like weird phenomenon, phenomena, 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 phenomena.
1: Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry.
0: And one of the, well, okay, if you haven't seen it, then I'll just t- I'm going to spoil it. Okay. Okay. One of the episodes he talks about like there's a known. Thing where recipients of like organ transplants will sometimes like get some of the like the tr- they they will acquire traits of the person that that organ used to belong to like hmm. there's like store like, like I know there's not really stand- like <laughs> or their, no, like, their 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 liverity <laughs> their li- <laughs> like it was one of the the one example in the show was this um this girl that got a liver transplant and after that she like all of a sudden was just really into like DIY home improvement stuff like she was like oh i'm going to like retile this bathroom floor like all this like stuff like that and then she found out like way later that the the man that her liver came from was like really into that for like a long time like it was this this guy that like he did a ton of like home improvement projects and all this stuff like that was just like one That's of the examples yeah. and they said that there's like apparently there's a lot of examples of people like that happening and it's this totally unexplained thing that it's, huh. like, there's some, like, <laughs> like a hypothesis that some part of, like, a person's, like, personality and everything is not just all in the brain, but it's in other, like, parts of your body, too, somehow. Like, they're, it's, like, connected somehow. Yeah. And it affects, actually, your, like... Well, at least you like got, what like, makes you you? It's like very. It was very interesting. It was presented in a way that it wasn't just like a total like this is a conspiracy and it's totally false. Right. It was they like they actually had evidence. There and... might be something here that we just don't understand. Could it be was like really something
1: interesting. With DNA or something? I'm not. I sure. don't know. Like um, it's at least she got like a useful skill though. I like <laughs> I know. imagine this like getting like
0: <laughs> well, like what would it would?
1: It's like a, a tray where it's like oh no now I have a weird laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> The person you who just gave like, me this heart,
0: you <laughs> like, just like become a couch potato somehow. Yeah. Like you just like, just like oh, I mean, I just like love just like sitting around now, just being lazy. Like I just don't, person, I don't want to do anything productive. The
1: person with this heart had a tendency to emit like unexplained smells, <laughs> and now I have that too. <laughs> oh no.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I Anyway, I I just wanted to, I just want to throw that because just because I watched that show recently, and I was like, oh,
1: that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. My story this week is technology news. And this is from Ars Technica. Uh, Ethereum completes the merge, which ends mining and cuts energy use by ninety nine point nine five percent.
0: Wait, so, so people can't mine so coins anymore
1: for Ethereum specifically, okay. which is like the second biggest cryptocurrency after bitcoin apparently so we're gonna have a fun okay. journey here where we try to figure out what cryptocurrency is which <laughs> <laughs> i know a
0: little bit about cryptocurrency yeah. i am no expert by any means but yeah i know some of the terms I'm not. okay like,
1: every time i learn about it i still don't quite understand and honestly there's a lot of stuff in this that i don't but i'm just gonna share it anyway because i think it's kind of fascinating yeah even if i don't know um so Ethereum developers today uh, executed The Merge. It's like capital M. Apparently it's been like a thing that was going to happen for a long time. It has a name. Okay. Uh, it's an upgrade that eliminates mining and dramatically reduces the energy consumption of the world's second biggest cryptocurrency. Um, today's action completed Ethereum's transition to proof of stake consensus, officially deprecating proof of work and reducing energy consumption by 99.95%. Um, this according to the ethereum.org merge page Um, so previously like in order to mine ethereum you had to like your computer had to do like complex math problems which is also Mm -hmm. I believe how bitcoin is mined I don't know if that's just how you mine cryptocurrency is doing this Um, so that's what proof of work is like you earn it by proving that you did work Mm -hmm. Um, and now they're moving to something called proof of stake where we'll get into the details of it but high level i believe what it is is that you just have to have um you have to like invest a little ethereum to indicate that you're like invested in ethereum and you earn more ethereum by like running software that validates the rest of the blockchain oh we'll get into it I'm so you still have to run software
0: depth. to do something, right?
1: But it's something that isn't like ca- like solving increasingly complex math problems that require like expensive GPUs. It's just a periodic, it's almost like a ping, like you're just kind of confirming, like, okay, this is this, and then you're it's something about creating new blocks in the chain, too. But I just like, okay, I don't know what that means. Um, I still like, <laughs> I'm so, and like. I still think crypto is stupid, and this honest, like honestly, like as we get into it, I think this new concept is maybe even stupider. Um,
0: It's so hard to understand. It's 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 so I think that's like half
1: the reason it exists is because probably like the majority of people who are in it don't know what it is either. They're just like, and they just claim they do probably. Um, So the the merge refers to the original uh, Ethereum mainnet. Merging with a separate proof of stake blockchain called the Beacon Chain, um, now existing as one chain. So, I guess the main net was the original blockchain. And uh, like a few years ago, they started the separate blockchain, which was like this proof of stake one. And now they've merged them so that Mm -hmm. all the history from the old one plus the history from this new one are all in like the same chain. Um, But the proof of stake has taken over as the way of earning it, as opposed to the mining. Okay. Um, so the blockchain uh, has existed since July 2015. The Ethereum one, specifically, has existed since July 2015. Uh, and planning for today's change has been in the work for several years. Uh, the merge will, quote, put the world's Ethereum miners out of work, <laughs> as the new system doesn't require the powerful graphics cards previously needed to maintain the blockchain and create new Ether. Um, they call it Ether, also, I guess. Okay. I- I don't know. Uh, So before the merge, Ethereum's annual uh, power consumption was was comparable to the country of Chile. Oh, my gosh. And its carbon footprint was similar to Hong Kong's. So not great.
0: I didn't realize it was so much with the crypto stuff.
1: Crypto mining is terrible for the environment and, like, Terrible for just, like, energy consumption. I did not. It's, I
0: didn't know it was that it's bad. It's, like,
1: literally the, like, and Bitcoin's even bigger. It's, like, yeah. literally the power consumption of small countries. Like, it's insanity. Um, huge waste of resources. Um, so uh, the Ether price uh, went down almost 9% today, probably because people don't like change. Yeah. Um, while Bitcoin Buy had, it now. Bi- Bitcoin had also <laughs> dropped about 2.4%. So it's not like Bitcoin okay. was benefiting. Um the uh, crypto's been on a downward trend for quite a while now actually. Um the change should be seamless for people who hold ether. Their funds will still be accessible without any changes. Um so this is where we get into the weeds here. So validators on the beacon chain are rewarded with ether for attesting to the state of the chain and proposing blocks. <laughs> Okay, uh, to participate, validators stake capital in the form of ether into a smart contract on Ethereum. This staked ether then acts as collateral that can be destroyed if the validator behaves dishonestly or lazily. So, my understanding is, is that you're putting a little ether in, yeah, in order to have like a stake in this,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like, as like, I guess, okay, I'm just gonna keep reading honestly. I still don't understand this. They must deposit 32 ether into the deposit contract and run software including an execution client, a consensus client, and a validator. So basically you're like adding, you're paying money, fake money, to put this software on your computer and add your computer to the blockchain. Yeah. So like your computer is validate is like part of the system that's now validating all of the other systems. And that's like the point of like this decentralized currency is that there's right. not a single place that's responsible you're now part of the network that's validating everything Mm -hmm. um so uh whereas under proof of work the timing of blocks is determined by the mining difficulty in proof of stake the tempo is fixed um so you would like it said before like the you would earn more crypto for more difficult problems because it would like, you would just like earn it faster by doing more difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, but proof of, proof of stake, you don't. There's like a fixed tempo at which things okay. are validated. Okay. Um, so time in proof of stake Ethereum is divided into slots of twelve seconds and epochs of thirty two slots. <laughs> this is, I don't know why God. they needed to go into this level of detail. Um, one validator is randomly selected to be a block proposer in every slot. Okay, uh, this validator is responsible for creating a new block,
0: whatever that
1: means, and sending it out to other nodes on the network. Um, I'm guessing that's what the software that you're installing is doing is yeah. creating those blocks based on like other transactions so, and like so, adding it to the chain. so I,
0: <laughs> when i've heard, I've heard of blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was a concept where you could just like there's. Add a block blocks to <laughs> yeah. it like I thought it was I didn't know I it was think, a chain of blocks I thought it was just a term so for I feel like
1: a, block a concept is like, of
0: connections it's like
1: a set of transactions or something and so like the the blockchain is just the chain of transactions that have occurred with this currency over time Okay. And like the fact that it's decentralized means there's like no central governing body saying like this is the transaction that's happened like everyone's just confirming in that It's in the
0: blockchain all, is is what the record of the transactions that's are. And everyone's my like
1: loose understanding everyone's and I confirming don't know it how together. Right that is. That's what I think is happening here. Um, okay. Also in every slot, a committee of validators is randomly chosen. The way that they're talking about this, it makes it sound like it's a person like sitting at their computer doing the thing. I'm pretty but sure no, it's just your computer can't be. running software.
0: It has to be. So you There's have like no
1: a committee of validators just means like it'll select a random select r- of computers okay. that will all validate what you've proposed mm-hmm. before um, pushing it to the chain, I guess. Okay. Um, so that's the new way Ethereum is handled. The And like it's, just gonna be a far less like far less of a drain on resources because it's just you're running a piece of software that's periodically getting used every once in a while Mm -hmm. and does isn't doing anything computationally intense. So you can probably like just have one of these on like a normal computer and like or have your normal computer be part of the Mm -hmm. be a validator or whatever. (laughs) this is all stupid. It's it's, I hate this so much (laughs) because it's like literally the, it exists because people are deciding it exists, which is in a lot of ways how regular currency works too. But like there's something backing it. And like the thing that is backing this currency is this currency.
0: Yeah. It's not backed by,
1: and like just by having like a computer like that you've paid this currency to be a part of this thing to validate that this currency isn't being mishandled <laughs> somewhere. Like, like it's very, it's just, it's I just
0: so hard to understand. It's I, hard to understand, yeah. but
1: I think partially because it doesn't make sense. Like ultimately I don't think it makes any sense, but it's I
0: don't know. It, okay. But it doesn't have to make sense <laughs> Which I guess because the, yeah. that's the point, right? right. Is that, it's like things are only as valuable as people, people decide. decide, they decide are. That's that why they NFTs are.
1: were a thing for like two seconds. Where everyone's like, "Oh wait, it's a JPEG." <laughs> like,
0: I feel like NFTs are still a thing. I, that I don't get at all. Like that just that seems is so stupid.
1: I feel like they've there's like, nothing. Yeah, ha- I haven't seen as much about them lately. I don't know if that means they're like around less or just maybe they're
0: around less. I don't less know.
1: Covered in the media, but yeah, it's just it's all dumb.
0: <laughs> that's that's. I feel okay. Maybe separate NFTs from crypto because oh, they that's are they're
1: different. Concept. Totally different. They really but are. But
0: even though I yeah I do think they sometimes those things they're get involved sort of lumped with together. Each other, yes, and like
1: because you can a lot of times yeah. pay for NFTs with cryptocurrency, yeah. but like they are different. Um, though I think the concepts behind like ownership quote unquote ownership of an NFT are similar. Um, like it's I think it's a decentralized thing as well. Mm. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on any of this. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm only reading what I read, and I'm trying <laughs> no, But that's a big deal. I mean, that's affecting a
0: lot of.
1: I mean, that's exciting. I, I would love to see Bitcoin also move towards something like this because yeah, they're still probably. I mean, like they said, this was the size, like the power consumption of the country of Chile. Like
0: that's a lot. Bitcoin's
1: probably is going to be using more than because yeah. Bitcoin is bigger. Like, mm-hmm. and I I hope they move towards something like that as well because it is just it's not worth it. Like. It's just not worth it. Also, makes it no, really, a Really hard to get graphics cards, and isn't helping with yeah. like, the chip shortage. Also, so.
0: that like let's use GPUs for other things, like
1: like video games,
0: video games, which are a much
1: better use. <laughs> I was of time. gonna say,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, like medical device improvements. Yeah, that's actually but,
1: that's a better reason. But
0: um, also, video games. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, let me go earn some fake currency in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> But this is this is real. This is special. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to justify. It's not.
0: Yeah, putting your putting real money into uh, something that's just a concept. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's tricky. What are you gonna do? All right, it's time for breaking news—the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly.
1: Oregon party. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ready, set,
1: go! go.
0: Okay, so this is on BusinessInsider.com. was just posted today. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why this is so funny to me. Um, Heinz, Waitrose, and over 800 other brands lost rights to use the royal coat of arms on products after the Queen died. What? Now they must prove the royal fa- This is all the headline by the way. Now they must <laughs> prove the royal family uses their products to get it back. So So apparently there's this whole system where if you can prove that the royal family uses your product, you can put like a stamp on your thing, like a royal like royal coat of arms like thing like on a your royal packaging. Seal of approval. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> and the like, queen uses our ketchup.
0: Yeah, exact, yes, <laughs> apparently Heinz Ketchup had this. So I don't know if that's like just in the UK. I, like, I've never seen this, so probably just in the UK. I don't I've, know. I've
1: also never closely examined a Heinz bottle, so I don't know for that's sure. That's true. I, Maybe
0: it's like really small in the back. It's like yeah. the official so royal like would, coat of arms or something.
1: Would, you would brag about it. Just have Queen Elizabeth on the front with like her um, arms crossed. I, like, <laughs> like, I love Heinz Ketchup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows? But anyway, now that she passed away... Any brand that has that has to, like, reapply for their, like, royal coat of arms certification or whatever. So
1: King Charles is going to, like, just have, so like, K- a conveyor belt of food passing in front <laughs> of him. He has to just, like, eat yeah. it real quick. Just <laughs> like. So
0: that's like, this like has been, like, 800 brands are about to, like, approach approach the, uh, the royal family being, like, please eat our products.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, like, every type of sauce has to be put on, like, a sandwich or something.
0: Also, like, wait—I didn't know what Waitrose was. It's a British supermarket. Like, how do you, like, the Royals don't just like go to the store? Like, how? Yeah,
1: not how one do of those prove... people has ever been in the grocery store. Yeah,
0: like, how? Do, how are you like? Oh, the royal family like orders from our suppliers. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what you would say. King but Charles like,
1: used DoorDash to get things from Waitrose. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, how are they going to do this? Um. So let me read further down. So as the new reigning sovereign, how do you pronounce this word? So- sovereign? Sovereign? I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, <laughs> King Charles III will have the power to review and grant the royal warrants, or the ability to like have this sure. thing. Um, brands are able to use the royal coat of arms in their product design if they have a royal warrant of appointment, which is a document allowing the brand to use that coat if they supply goods or services to the royal family. Uh-huh. Um, they have to there's more details in here in order for them to qualify for this, they have to supply products or services on a regular and ongoing basis to the royal households of grantor for not less than five years out of the past seven <laughs> okay. Um, the brands applying for the warrant also have to show they have policies and action plans around the environment and sustainability. Oh,
1: that's nice. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Ethereum must be trying to get in on that. (laughs) (laughs) Ethereum, the official, the official cryptocurrency of King Charles (laughs) III. (laughs)
0: That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I, this is yeah. Just things, things that were like une- unexpectedly coming out of the mm-hmm. the news about right. The, the yeah, because
1: it's been <laughs> yeah. so long since like right. the, the succession has happened. Um, yeah, if I was yeah. him, if I was him, I would find like one really weird brand and just have that be the only one that gets. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a brand in mind? I don't,
1: I'm trying to think of one. I don't like, it's not weird, but I would like maybe like Velasic Pickles or something. Like just, <laughs> just, just one just that thing. One. Just one, only <laughs> Velasic. Like, this is where the only supplier of the Royal Family, like, Velasic pickles.
0: Vlasic pickles. Every
1: single public appearance just like, has a jar. <laughs> and <laughs>
0: yeah, the no, mascot, that. Like,
1: the pelican like, with the hat. When
0: you like go, you're like in like public settings, like sh- you show up, you're like, holding a jar of pickles or, like, some random food. You're just, like, like a jar of peanut butter or something. You have Jif peanut yeah. butter just, like, with you at all times.
1: I don't it's know. Like, I why? think that'd be real funny.
0: That would be. Yeah.
1: I just don't, yeah. I don't know if he has a sense of humor for that.
0: I don't know. I don't know much about him, really. I, yeah,
1: I don't either. And I'm probably not going to learn much.
0: And I'm, <laughs> I'm probably not going to. No. But... Uh, <laughs>
1: All right, this is from techcrunch.com. Uh, Walmart introduces virtual try-on tech, which uses customers' own photos to model the clothing. Ooh. I thought this was kind of interesting.
0: Okay. A,
1: a new use of AI. Yeah. Um, so Walmart is expanding its support for AI-powered virtual try-on technology that allows online shoppers to better visualize clothing on models that look like themselves in both appearance and body type. So... They currently apparently have a feature where you can choose from like dozens of different models of like varying heights and weights and like dimensions and skin tones, um, and like see the clothing like on that model. Okay. In order to kind of get like a better idea of what it how like like fall on you, Mm -hmm. essentially. I think I think it's currently only from like women's clothing, Um, but they're not now. They're launching this new technology called Be Your Own Model which lets shoppers use their own photos to see how the clothing looks on them instead of choosing one of the existing ones. Um, they acquired a startup called Zekit in 2021. Um, and apparently that some technology they have is powering this like use of computer vision and neural network-ing um, to uh, <laughs> analyze catalog images of garments in order to create uh, a dressed image of the person. Um That's and cool. the neural networks help it determine very vari- uh the different variations of a product including size color and other factors like fabric draping um or sleeve length. So it's like it's more than just like grafting the image onto them it's actually like looking at the properties of the clothing and like using a neural network to like to, to see like similar things and then like how yeah. they would like actually fall on like the human body. Um
0: That's cool.
1: Which sounds neat. They didn't like the examples that they had like I don't know how much I would trust them because they're clearly for marketing purposes. So it's like, yeah, of course yeah. these look good, but is that actually what it would look like?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, you, apparently you'll be able to use the iOS um, Walmart app uh, to import your image into the system and then you can virtu- you can virtually try on any supported clothing items. Um, they said at the time of the writing of this they had like 270,000 different items that support this on their website from different brands. So it's a pretty good selection. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And they said they're going to continue to support the choose my model feature, which is like the pre-selected mm-hmm. ones. And they're actually adding like they're like doubling the number of models that they have avail- available as well.
0: That's honestly nice too. Mm-hmm. If you don't have like a good photo of yourself that you could use, right? Offhand. Like they
1: said, they'll have they have people from like five two to six feet, and like from XS to X X like quadruple mm-hmm. XL, like just like a huge range of, nice. of options. Um, and they hope to expand it later to men's and children's clothes. Um, and accessories, as well as introducing more brands to uh, to the product. But I thought that sounded kind of cool. Like yeah. that's like a that's a use of uh, AI and neural networks that I can get behind. I think that's a because like online <laughs> yeah. clothes shopping is awful, really
0: difficult. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really terrible.
1: Yep. It um, is so, uh, and I don't like going out shopping like usually for really anything, honestly. But like especially clothes. So. I wouldn't mind having like, the option to do something like this.
0: Yeah, I think I, I don't mind going out to buy clothes, although I haven't really done that very much at all in the past, you know, since the pandemic. But, <laughs> but definitely for online shopping, something like this, is, that sounds really useful.
1: Yeah. And it's also in Walmart's best interest because people are less likely to want to convert or return things. So
0: mm. cool.
1: Yeah. Neat a neat feature. T- <laughs> <clears throat> it's a neat future use of, of AI technology. Yeah. That's coming in the very near future. <laughs>
0: All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description.
1: You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash news, on Twitter at, at NickneckNews, and on Instagram at news. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.